Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. What's going on, my love? I'm well. How are you today? I can't complain. So um, what's on today's topic? In the past year, the United States has shot four unidentified flying objects in the North American airspace. I said four. The government is hesitant to give specific answers and appears to be offering only limited information about the objects to the public. This has brought on speculation on the internet that the Project Blue Beam theory may have some truth to it after all. So what's Project Blue Beam? Project Blue Beam is a conspiracy theory that alleges that a secret government program is developing advanced technology to fake an alien invasion in order to establish a new world order. The theory was first proposed by Serge Massiot, a French-Canadian researcher in the early 1990s. It explains how events that were happening at the time, particularly films being made, such as Space Odyssey, Star Wars, Star Trek, and more, were being used to prepare people psychologically for the conspiracy's dramatic conclusion, a fake alien invasion. Bluebeam would originally play on fears of alleged advanced technology that most people at the time, including its author, did not understand. Although now, 30 years later in 2023, some of us can fully comprehend. Sergey claimed that Project Bluebeam would involve using holograms, lasers, and other technologies to create the illusion of spaceships and other alien phenomena in the sky. He also alleges that the government would use mass media to spread disinformation about the alien invasion and promote the idea that a new world order is necessary to save humanity. Monists believe that Project Blue Beam intended to abolish all national identity and national pride in favor of world identity and world pride. Third is to abolish the family as known today and replace it by individually all working for the glory of one world government. Finally, Sergei Monast claims Project Blue Beam, which is supposed to be a collaborative effort between NASA and the UN, want to destroy all individual artistic and scientific creative works. What has the theory got to do with green skies, strange clouds, and holographic projections? One of these key tenets of the Project Bluebeam conspiracy theory is that NASA and the United Nations want to implement a new age religion and start a new world order via a technological uh, simulated second coming of of Christ. Project Bluebeam has been widely debunked by many experts 
who point out that the technology required to fake an alien invasion on the scale that Manas described does not exist. However, the theory remains popular among some conspiracy theorists who see it as evidence of a nefarious plot by the government to control the population. Let's address the experts debunking the theory. There are a number of critical flaws in the Project Blue Beam theory. First, the techno technology required to fake an alien invasion on the scale that Manis described does not exist. It is said they, they hologram and lasers are not powerful enough to create the illusion of spaceships and other alien phenomena in the sky that would be necessary to deceive a global audience. Secondly, experts say the theory is based on a number of assumptions that are not supposed supported by evidence. For example, Sergey claims that the government has developed advanced mind control techniques that would be used to convince that uh, convince people that the alien invasion is real. However, there is no evidence that such mind control techniques exist. Third, the theory is inconsistent with the known goals and objectives of the government. The government has a vested interest in maintaining public trust and stability. Faking an alien invasion would be highly risky and disruptive to um, disruptive undertaking that would likely have an opposite effect. The four steps of Project Bluebeam. The breakdown of all archaeological knowledge via earthquakes. The first thing said to happen would be numerous earthquakes in a variety of places that will reveal unusual items. These items will be used by the United Nations to support their coming lie to control people, including to make people believe they have previously misunderstood religious doctrine. This is meant to weaken humanity's faith in their current religions so that they can be more easily preyed upon. Number two, a mammoth-style light show and hologram simulating the second coming of Christ. The next step in the execution of Project Bluebeam is a worldwide light show during which NASA will use numerous satellites to project lasers, holograms, lights, and many other technologies to project images of God, Jesus Christ, and the prophets into the sky. Telepathic thought control by the Antichrist. The next step will be the use of ELF, extra low frequency, or VLF, very low frequency, and LF, low frequency waves, to brainwash people into believing God is speaking to them directly. This is interesting. Um... One thing that stood out to me was the mind control aspect, mm -hmm. saying the government will figure out what well, uh, what's his name. Um, Sergey said the government will figure out different techniques to use mind control on its citizens. Um, one of the government uh, CIA used um, um, MK Ultra. 
to control minds. We spoke about that not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that just stuck out to me. What do you think about it? <laughs> I think a lot about it. Um, specifically, like each time we dive into a conspiracy theory, I try my best not to want to believe it, but it's so hard because so many things that are occurring now where they're admitting to certain conspiracies is messing with my brain. So for instance, when they had the, what was it called? The national announcement of UFOs (laughs) existing in the United States and that they had an unidentified object or whatever they're calling it now existing. Right, exactly. So my entire life I've been thinking, well, it's a fictional idea to have aliens. Well, you know, from a popular perspective, it's like that's kind of fiction. That's what we see in films. That's what we see in movies. Even though that I, I did believe that they are other beings outside of ourselves. However, to the capacity... Um, not to the capacity that I assumed, but also just leaving it as a question mark as in what if they're not human forms, what is just another, you know, organism. So going back to Project Bluebeam, it makes me wonder why at this point in time are they now admitting that they are UAFs when there was such an effort being made to say that it, w- it did not exist or it wasn't factual for people to have these sightings, you know? Or people not really wanting to talk about it, period. So now that it's coming up, I'm like, what are the intentions of this happening? And what is the reason for this to happen? Is, it, you know, like, is there an ulterior motive into suggesting that they are these beings? What is the next step towards it? And why didn't they give us enough information outside of what they had mentioned when they announced we have UAFs? UAPs. UAPs. (laughs) Um, Exactly. It's interesting because this topic 10 to 15 years ago would just be solely a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we would get footage of unidentified flying objects but they will be the most blurry things ever. You can't really tell. Right, it would always be in black were. and white. Always would be black <laughs> and white. So it seems like they would, um, they are slow feeding us this information, right? And um, a couple of months ago, uh, a quote-unquote whistleblower, um, if you guys haven't heard, I'm pretty sure you, everyone's heard about it, but um, there was a UFO hearing um, in Washington, um, with a whistleblower called David Grush. Um, he served 14 years as an intelligent officer in the Air Force and the National um, Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Um, so he, impaired, he appeared in front of like the House of, of Senators and, 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 and lawmakers, um, basically saying that he's done an investigation or was hired to do an investigation of these UAPs. And through the Whistleblower Act that was just passed no long ago, um, he's safe for now to, you know, bring it out to light. But come to think about it, we had a podcast not too long ago about um, UAPs um, flying in your backyard. You know what I mean? In, in Zimbabwe. 
did you believe it when you heard about it? Or no, it I just, did not. But yeah. also, I didn't know about it. I didn't hear about it until you mentioned something. And then I asked my mom. She's like, yeah, I remember like them have, having conversations about that. How did and there were multiple sightings. My mom believed multiple. like multiple sightings of aliens. And it just wasn't in Rua. Remember, it was in Rua first. Yeah. But it wasn't just in Rua. People were seeing it like literally in other places. So they were just flying around? Not even flying. I forget what she was saying to me because, again, I was skeptical at the time when I was listening to the information. But her whole thing was just like, do you really think we're, we're by ourselves? Mm-hmm. And I think it was different because, of course, you're curious, but you're not going to be like Barry in, investigating something that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that people let it be and assume what they assume, but multiple people start something. So Grush um, was appointed this task of figuring out what these UAPs are, where all of this um, government money, you know, taxpayer money, mm-hmm. trillions of dollars is going. Um, not too long ago. The government went through an audit. The the military went through an audit to account for um, trillions of dollars of unaccounted funds, and they say they don't know what happened to it. Trillions of dollars. They're lying. So, so theories are that they are working on vehicles, drones, maybe um, that are capable of. Um, moving like quote unquote UAPs move um, super fast um, they can change angles in a split second that would like really harm a human because we can't move that fast and not turn into mush um, it's a lot of things going on um, not too long ago I was listening to um, what's his name a guy who worked on these UFOs. He was hired to work on them. I was listening to a podcast. Um, the name escapes me. It'll come back to me pretty soon. And he said he went to this army base who worked on UFO or UAP um, recovery programs. And they had UAPs from all over the world. Um, and his job was to um, re-engineer a certain section of the ship. So they would have metal urges, um, propulsion, uh, propulsion experts, um, physics, uh, physicists, scientists, all types of different scientists, right? And none of them could communicate with each other. They would just work on their specific part of the ship and they will report back to, you know, whoever was in charge. And um, he said when he was working on this specific UFO, um, he was in the cockpit. And the cockpit was, it wasn't big enough for an average adult human. It was like small enough for maybe a toddler. Right. And he kept speaking about it and kept talking about his experiences and He said um, they found this element in the UAP. Um, They call it B-15 or element. Yeah, I think it's element B-15. 
an element that's not found on this earth and it helped um, through UFO um, propulsion you know it gave it like anti-gravity capabilities and they utilized that but when he was looking in the UFO there were like no buttons or anything like if you look in a, a airplane cockpit it was nothing like that it was like um, all smooth surfaces and three chairs so his prediction was that um, the aliens can control the UFO with their minds. Um, it's a lot for me to process mm -hmm. because I'm a very, or I used to be a very by the book person. So I believed everything that was being fed to me or not believing um, wholeheartedly, but just kind of like subconsciously wanting to adhere to a certain narrative. Mm -hmm. But now that those narratives are questions and I'm like, okay, well, what's real? And what's not, you know? But also it's leaving space for things that are quote unquote supposedly conspiracies to have some truth to it. Because mm -hmm. so many people have been mentioning things about, you know, <laughs> aliens and the government and blah, 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 blah. But the more that we see it now, specifically like with all the things that are occurring with climate change, why hasn't there been an alarming voice about us doing something about climate change or yeah. certain things that impact us as humans? Whereas it's like now, okay, well, what if it's perpetuating the narrative of Project Blue Green, where there's something that's about to happen that's severe, but in order for a group of people to then be controlled by that thing, Everybody has to believe one 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 story, you know. One narrative, yeah. One narrative, and I think the reason why it has to be at this moment is because anything that they fed us before, a lot of people are questioning, because mm -hmm. things are so bizarre, you know. Mm -hmm. And we've now created a world where, even if you're wrong, there are still people that are going to follow you and believe that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and. And that's why I'm like, what if even the narrative, like, what if they are? Like, what if they are aliens, but we've been fed the narrative that now they are existing. And so whatever they're creating or whatever they're, whatever they're actually doing with that whole mm -hmm. narrative or story behind what they want us to believe, what if those are the fake aliens? What, they've, what if they've created their own version of, they, of what we, they want us to see mm -hmm. is the alien or the UFO or whatever. What if CGI was something that they created for us to feed into the feed into something or, or kind of question our truth? Because what if what if when we start to see these quote unquote aliens, they're CGI mm. or they're holograms or they're whatever. But it is questioning our reality. Logically, none of, none of this makes sense, right? Mm -mm. Um, a couple hundred thousand years ago, we were using sticks and stones for tools, right? But were we? That's what they say. <laughs> then, forward to like the ninth, the industrial age, when we had locomotives and trains and first made cars. That's not very long ago. Now to the 1960s people are, are flying to the moon as they say now we have 
small computers in our pockets. Like those advancements, if you, if we if we look at the the broader scheme of things or how long Homo sapien has been on this planet, those advancements happened pretty fast. Yes, they did. Now we have drones. so much that our brains they sec- they did an experiment that our brains can't even catch on to. They it can't keep up. So we're moving so fast. How are we moving this fast? Are we having help? Are we just developing and once we get satisfied with something, we want something better and that cycle and we want something more? Like what is making us or helping us progress so quickly? Do they have an alliance with these UAPs? I mean, yeah, UAPs. Is there like some type of secret society who <laughs> communicates with these um, beings and have treaties where um, they abduct cows and people and and leave crop circles and there's a lot of missing people on the planet. But there are also a lot of missing pieces with the story. Exactly. Because, so yeah. is is that is that added to it? Like. What's the bigger picture here? You know, there's Chariots of the Gods is a book that this guy wrote about the Sumerians. Um, the first quote unquote known civilization was Sumerian civilization. Sumerians prayed to these gods called Anunnaki. Anunnaki came from space. Something went wrong with their atmosphere, so they came to this planet, found this planet, um, and dug for gold so they could line the atmosphere and help their planet survive or whatever, right? So instead of digging for the gold themselves, they found ape-like, not not homo sapiens yet, but ape-like, you know, um, hominids on this planet. They changed a little bit of the DNA and created human. They created us to basically be slaves for them and, and, and dig for gold and whatnot. They had a big war. They disappeared. There's science still can't understand how we went from uh, a monkey to human. But what if we didn't? And it's like, who wrote that narrative about the Anunnaki? Sumerians. So, right, but I'm like, at any point in time in history, somebody could have rewrote something and we would have never known. Just like but the game of telephone. I got it, but I got that part. But there's... Evidence. S- evidence and civilizations well not civilizations but mm-hmm. people all over the world that cooperate similar stories mm-hmm. um, especially in South America especially um, North America Native Americans they say um, star beings came down the Dinka tribe like all these different cultures all over the planet have similar stories mm-hmm. and they also speak about a great flood that happened not too long ago. Right. All over the world. And I get that, but like like you're saying, there's still missing pieces. Right. Because we can go and die, and 50 years from now, they're going to talk to us and mention us as TikTokers. Mm -hmm. Yes, there was a thing called TikTok, but the way that that narrative played for each individual was different. Mm-hmm. Not everybody had TikTok. Not everybody experienced TikTok the same, but they would all look at us as what? TikTokers. So I get what you're saying, but it's like even with Project Bluebeam, 
or even with anything that's happening. It's like, how do we actually know what happened to the past? I, I believe that there are facts to it, but there are certain things that play by play of the stories where it's just like, how do we know? And what if that is the design of the system as well? Like, what if they've created these narratives or embellished things or not embellished things to kind of make it normal? So for instance, when we talk about technology, in a sense to me, I always felt like technology is like magic. Mm -hmm. We have these capabilities as humans, or we have advanced in our knowledge of things, where it's like, oh, you know, it's just science, it's whatever, but it's like, how do we get to that point? How do we know that if we use these energies or these um, materials, that it could create this big thing, you know? I, th I think that if there were aliens, or they are aliens, I think they've been coming to this planet for of a very long time. Of course Maybe they we're like a, a farm or a zoo <laughs> or an experiment, but I think they've been coming back and forth for Multiple a very times. long time, influencing us mm -hmm. to go in specific directions so we can maybe ascend or whatever type of influence they mm -hmm. may have on us. You know what I mean? Maybe we're not controlled by the government. Maybe the government is controlled by them. It could be. We'd never we'd never know. Maybe and, they are the old gods that we used to pray to. You know, a lot of the ancient stories of gods, maybe that's just an, an, an embellishment. So maybe they're more accessible than we think. Exactly. Because I figure... If you're able to travel throughout space with technology that I can't even wrap my mind around and just appear out of nowhere, maybe they can like phase in and out of different dimensions or realities whenever they choose to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the only reason they aren't able to stay here or be seen to a broader scale is because it takes a lot of power to phase in and out of these different realities. Yeah. You know what I mean? I It's just weird. Like It is weird, and yeah. it trips me out. Like, it does trip me out. If you think hard and long about it, it's like, what the hell is going on? What's going but on? But we, we don't have access. We don't have access to that information. I do believe, though, like, when you're saying that technology is advancing at a pace that we can't really handle, I think they're also feeding it in us in smaller doses than we even know, you know? But well, why do you think that is? Exactly. That's the question, right? But that's what trips me out. Why are they doing that? What, because what are your theories? And before I get to that, like mm -hmm. in the 50s or 60s, remember they had things um, that they were saying that they, like technologies we didn't have access to that they were already had. Like yeah. they had... FaceTime for years. Yeah. They had those capabilities for years. We even saw it, like, how they feed us things in movies and shows where it's like flying cars or Star Trek, for instance. They were FaceTiming. Yeah, the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah the, and then, like, some of these Disney shows where you had holograms, that was FaceTime. Like, they were mm -hmm. FaceTiming each other. So these things have always been fed to us, but it's like we don't get access to it until years later. But at that point, it's not shocking because we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Um, my theory on what was <laughs> was my theory on what? Well, what is your theory on why they're feeding us a little bit? No, what are you, what is your theory on why how we're advancing and who is what's the cause of that? 
I like that question because I, I believe we are advancing, but in a sense, we're also regressing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're given so much that it's making us a little bit lazy into thinking for ourselves. So like you say, everybody carries a computer and the phone, but have you ever seen anybody want to look up in a dictionary? The way that, we're tra- that we used to be able to train our brains without a, a handheld computer in our hands was almost like problem solving, right? Mm-hmm. You have to think about, okay, if, if I look in the dictionary and I'm, I'm under AR, I'm not going to find the word, you know, um, American in mm-hmm. AR. That's a different, like a different category of words. But we, there's, there's a process that we miss when we just have a handheld something where we can just type and it gives us the answer. Or even with ChatGPT, where it's like, if you use it in a manner like, write me an essay that has to do with A, B, C, and D, it's not giving your opinion. Mm-hmm. Somebody else who created that algorithm is the one that's developing that opinion. Got it. So it's like, so yeah. So what is your theory on why, though? My theory on why is to keep us in that state of groupthink so we don't have a chance to think for ourselves. Mm. Therefore, when it gets to the point where they have, they're ready to now give us an invitation into the world of what they think about aliens, we're going to believe what they say because we don't even have a chance to think for ourselves. So you think your theory is Project Bluebeam is correct in a sense? (laughs) My theory is that it is accurate in a sense, but how it says stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four, I don't think is that strategic or I, I don't think it's in that order, but I do believe there is a narrative that is in the works right now before they announce whatever it is that they wanna announce mm. in order for us to move into a certain space. I give an example, um, what happened in the 2000s in New York was very tragic, Mm -hmm. very, very tragic. But why does that mean that as soon as that tragic thing happened, we had to go to war, but that war had everything to do with oil. And gold. And whatever else, but, and then you forget, you know, like it's like you forget about that tragic incident where so many people are lost, but then, then that conversation became something completely different from what they were saying the reason was. There was another theory conspiracy theory tense for you have theory right that they orchestrated that event so they can have an excuse to go to that place and find um a ufo what yeah um it's it's very tough because when when you think about the things or the reasons why they justify to go to a different country and be like, well, now we have to declare war. You've already forgotten of the fact that you've risked so many people's lives, so many care. families. They don't care, but it's like, if you really think about it, that's messed up. It's messed up. Whatever, whatever the intentions were, it's like, all right, we're going to declare war on them because they declared war on us. But it's like... The war in Vietnam, Vietnam War, that was a false flag that made us go over there for resources. Baby, most wars are. Exactly. But I think, like, um, back when, um, what was it, World War Two with Hitler in Germany, his 
camp would go to these different places to find um, different antiquities like um, the spear that went through Christ's heart that killed Christ or all these different artifacts, crazy artifacts that had quote-unquote magical powers in them. They even quote-unquote found, um, found technology so they can create a UFO called the Bell. And they, this is written down history. They will travel to all these different places, Tibet, um, uh, the North Pole, like all these different places to find these different things just so they can have an advantage on the enemy. I think that, okay, if they were, if the U.S. did find UAPs or UFOs or whatever the hell you want to call them, they want to have an advantage over the enemy. They want to be first. They want to be the winner. You know, if the U.S. and, and, and China go to war, China will probably win it because they're more technologically advanced and they have a lot of use, use resources, right? So we want to be not we, but the U.S. wants to be on top and have these different technologies. It's very interesting that you say that, where I can see some truth to that. And I can see that they want control over that, being the first of that, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing good and well that many other cultures have mentioned before that there are people outside of the human community mm -hmm. who exist. It's known as facts, right? But it's not until certain people have that story in their hands that it's important or it's valid. The same way that you have so many people believing, you know, that Christopher Columbus discovered so and so, such and such, mm -hmm. or, you know, the erasures of snow structurals to show the evidence of black people in different places. Mm -hmm. And then the rewriting of certain books and the burning of certain books so that you don't get information. All of that is connected, I feel, where it's like now we're getting to the point where they want to say, oh, we've discovered that there's aliens. Mm -hmm. But it debunks every other story or every other sighting that's been made unless it's in the hands of the person that is of superpower to say, oh, they're aliens. Why sense. is it that other cu all cultures are like they don't really care about it? Like they care, but it's like we we've been seeing this stuff, you know. That, that makes me think, right? By their science, it's a fact that Africans, black people, are the oldest people on the planet. You know, four hundred thousand so far, right? What if? We seeded this planet a long time. What if the 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 aliens or the non-human biologics, like David Gruff said, what if they are us, our ancestors? And they don't want us to know it. That seeded this planet, but why wouldn't they want us to know? Because imagine if we did find out that we're the first. Right. What What do you think happens when people actually know who they are? You feel empowered. And the moment you feel empowered, you feel untouchable. And the moment you feel untouchable, nobody can tell you what to do. We've been programmed to, to move and think outside of ourselves for years, for centuries. Mm -hmm. Yet now it's like now they, if they can control that narrative and continue to control it, then we won't know our power. If, if that's the case, what you're saying.
If that's the case. If that's the case, I do feel like they, they want to try so hard to suppress what we're capable of with the knowledge that we have. I don't know. That's just a theory, but... Mm -hmm. It's just a theory, but I'm just saying for anybody. If there is aliens yeah. out there, I won't believe in it until they land in my backyard, to be honest with you. This is my point. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't want to believe anything until I actually can see it and can assess my, for myself and be able to think for myself before I make any conclusion as to what is and what isn't. What blew, what blew my mind with David Grush, right, when he was speaking with um, Congress... Mm -hmm. And he interviewed, they interviewed him. He didn't, he never said the word alien. He never said the, the word UFO or flying, whatever, whatever. He said he had direct knowledge of aircraft, aircraft with non-human origin and so-called biologics were recovered from the aircraft. What does that mean? That could be a slug, a, a manatee. Like, what is that? A dolphin? Like, what does he mean by non-human But it's right origin? there. He's saying it. We're just not listening. And also, the word alien is insinuating that we don't know what that thing is. It's not identifiable, but they know what it is now, right? The word alien refers to something that's not from here. So when he says non-human origin, so not it's probably from here. Not exactly, not referring to alien, but non-human origin. It could be possibly something. Planet of from the Apes. Here. Planet of the Apes. It's crazy. I don't know. It's freaking me. I'm so tired of talking about this. <laughs> you always have me down some rabbit hole thinking about stuff that I. Don't but it's it's context it's context clues. If he would have said if if they would have said aliens, if they if it really were aliens, they would have said aliens. What do you think it is? You think it's like what? What do you think it is? I think it's something from here. Yeah, but what? Like, what do you think is the closest I don't know. thing? I don't know, but it has to be something from here. And it has to be tiny. What if it's something from a really long time ago before humans were here? And yeah. they went extinct. Or something crazy happened to the planet where... And they left. They had global warming. Or maybe an asteroid hit. That's too much Or maybe brain. one of those freak storms... Philip, ...took out a lot brain. of the, the planet. And they had to roll out and then come back and was like, yo, who is these people on our planet now? That's freaking me out. Or, you know, like those little... Um, what is it called? The time capsules? Yeah. Where they keep people for years and then they just come out of their refrigerators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like, say Michael Jackson that, like, did that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's crazy. And I'm pretty sure we'll know soon, but with all these catastrophes, these quote-unquote natural disasters that are happening due to climate change, it's really scary because this is the first time I feel like in our lifetime we're actually seeing stuff like that. I don't remember it being very extreme weather when we were growing up as kids. In the Bible, mm -hmm. I'm not like a firm believer in Christianity, but I understand the but book. But you studied the Bible. So Noah's Ark was about a guy and his family who gathered two, uh, a male and a female of every last animal on the planet 
put them on an ark because there was a, a catastrophe that, that was going to happen, the flood. So what if these alien beings are like Noah and the ark? the righteous ones. Not even the righteous <laughs> ones. Just to keep the, 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 the DNA from being extinct and taking like DNA from us. Let the world, you know, whatever the world is going to do and bring us back and reseed the planet. All I want to know is if they, if there is something that's about to go down, why do, are we still obligated to pay things like student yeah, loans? Right. And, and, and rent and all that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that's what I want to know, too, because that's another thing. They're announcing it at a time where people are really struggling or really having hardships financially mm-hmm. or really trying to figure out other things that um, are impacting their mental health, their physical health. There's Real so life. much happening mm-hmm. that we can't even begin to think about something else, you know, and what that may look like for our futures. That's Question weird. marks. It's like the one thing after another. Yeah. And we live in an age where we'll see something tragic, and two weeks later we'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. Because we got computers in our pockets. Aliens are a really big deal, but nobody cares because we're so wrapped up in wake, wash, and work. And yeah, why would we care? Social life. <laughs> we we're trying to bills. keep our head above water, and now you want to tell us about aliens? Get out of here! It's crazy. We don't even have time to think about it. Anyway, this is a 40-minute long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. So um, let us know what you think. Are there aliens or is it just a government program trying to freak us out? Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and we will holler at you guys later. Peace. Peace.